Beautiful. Thank you, choir. That's beautiful. Will you pray with me? Oh God, you are stronger than death. Your grace is stronger than anything we know, anything we can be afraid of. And today on this All Saints Day, as we break bread and drink the cup and listen to your hopeful words, may your will be done. May your love be done in our ordinary lives. In your name we pray. Amen. In a pew that looked a lot like this, when I was about four or five years old, a saint by the name of Nanny taught me how to sing hymns. Did anybody's grandmother or mom or dad open up the hymn book and put their finger where the word was supposed to be so that you could sing? Am I the only one that that happened to? Yeah. Nanny taught me how to sing. She taught me these beautiful hymns that still are in the front of my mind. I, I can't unlearn, come thou fount of every blessing or amazing grace or a hundred other hymns that flashed before my eyes. Now, that was not my only music appreciation. St. Richard, my uncle, had a great turntable in about 1977. He had five albums that I listened to over and over again as a kid. Billy Joel, The Stranger, Elton John's Greatest Hits, Buffalo Springfield, and Boston, right? And that's when music just really took off in my life. I, this is amazing. And for the rest of my life, I fell in love with music. Both because we had a good children's choir at First Methodist in Brookhaven. And because I was listening to all this music. But what was interesting was that all these early hymns, they were like a filter or, or lens through which I looked at everything else, including, including other music. I wonder, what would your soundtrack be? I mean, have you ever been listening to radio and heard a song that took you back to a time and a place? Maybe it was poignant, kind of made you sad. Um, I heard Joni Mitchell's Both Sides Now, and it reminded me, it was one of my mom's favorite songs. It kind of put a tear in my eye as I was driving back. But there are other songs that made me happy, kind of made me want to dance. Remind me of some great times, too. Just for these couple of minutes before we break bread, I want to remind you of something. That when St. John of Patmos wrote to the seven churches in modern-day Turkey, he sent out a group text to seven churches in modern Turkey. And after very practical instructions about neither being hot nor cold. That's one of the churches. They were sort of lukewarm. There was another church that was kind of chasing other idols. There was another church that, hey, you're doing good, but you've forgotten your first love. All this practical stuff. St. John, beautiful and very timely stuff. St. John of Patmos goes in some of the most vivid, odd imagery 
that you could ever imagine in the book of Revelation. Now what's kind of sad about it is that some people have made Revelation a really scary book. It is not. It is not. The book was written to cheer Christians up who were being faithful to Jesus, who were losing their jobs, losing a means to get food, and who were even being killed for their faith late in the first century. It's sad that people have turned this over to that, but it is not. Because you know what Revelation says? God wins. Grace wins out. Or like the choir said, it ain't, it's not death if you're connected to the grace of Jesus Christ. That we're connected to something that's stronger than death. And that even those we love are in the presence of the loving God. But here's the other thing. Did you notice that they're singing in Revelation? Did you notice that? It says, And, and they fell upon their faces before the throne and worshipped God singing, Amen. And then seven words follow that. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. There's going to be singing in heaven. There already is. So, if you miss out your chance to join this choir, you're going to get your robe one day, right? We're going to be singing. And... St. John says that these folks are singing. They're on their face. They're vindicated because these were the ones that were cut down in the great ordeal. There's blood on their robes, their white robes. Is it their own blood? Is it the blood of Jesus? Probably yes to both. But they've made it through the great ordeal. You see... As far as God's concerned, death is not a period, it's a comma. And the people you're thinking about today, who you long to see again, we will be there at that table again. If God can fling the stars in the universe and separate the waters of the sea and create all kinds of stuff that we get to enjoy every single day, then God can raise us all up. That death is no longer something to be feared. Hey, live every day like it might be your last. Love other people like it might be your last chance. Not out of gloom and doom, but because your future is secure. In Christ Jesus, death is a comma. It's not a period. I hope in just a couple of minutes when you kneel your knees down here and take the bread and the cup if you get still enough you can hear a little bit of whisper a little bit of whisper of the song they're singing in heaven. I know it. I've heard it. Jesus spent years on this earth in his ministry trying to get people to hear the music. He said to folks who resisted, I played the flute for you and you would not dance. In other words, God's put the music in your life. And if you can hear that song, maybe you won't give up. 
And if you can hear that song, maybe you'll get a little more uh, courageous about what God is calling us to do. If we can hear that song, maybe we won't take each day we have with each other for granted. If we can hear that song, we can be the church of Jesus Christ. And we can dance. For God has turned our morning into dancing, our night into the noonday sun. I don't know what your soundtrack is, but I hope one of your songs that's going on in your head is the songs that the saints are playing. So that you can dance to heaven's song. So that you can do things that make people wonder if you're even sane. How can this person be loving in the face of evil? How come this person is not panicking when everybody else is? That's because you're hearing the song of heaven. And I hope you had some saints along the way to teach you how to get your toes tapping and how to appreciate music that points to God. And I hope before you leave this earth, That you'll teach somebody else. What a beautiful and awesome song God is playing. And the saints, they're in their robes. It hadn't been easy. They got through the ordeal. But they are waiting on us. Maya Angelou, close with this before we break bread. And by the way, when we break bread, we break bread with the saints who've gone on before us. And who will go on after us. There is no time here. Greek Orthodox Church. Believes that when you worship. There is a party going on in heaven. And we get a little preview. Every single Sunday together. It's like dress rehearsal. But one of my favorite poets. Maya Angelou. Said this. And I love it. And she wrote a poem about heaven. Preacher. Please don't promise me streets of gold. And milk for free. I've stopped all milk at four years old. And once I'm dead, I won't need gold. I'd call a place pure paradise where families are loyal and strangers are nice. Where the music is jazz and the season is fall. Promise me that, preacher, or nothing at all. I hope you hear the music today. Maybe you can hear it closer to this rail and when you hear it dance dance like this is your last day take nothing for granted let us pray God you still are playing the music and the people we love are enjoying it in a complete and wonderful and awesome way for they no longer see through the glass darkly they no longer have to strain to hear the band But we who are here, help us. Help us to hear the gospel music, the good news, that death does not have its sting on us. Thank you for your saints, O God, for the living and the dead. In Christ's name, amen. I invite you to turn to page 12 in your hymnal as we share in the invitation. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who follow, who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek 
to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God.